No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on, is a lot of honey. No, I do not like it. Mm. Just a tiny hint. Yep, yep, it yep. tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni and Degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a Poundstone never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a friend for Pidgeon. Hello, the internet. Welcome to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. We're Grand Rapidians who play video games. Hello, Bucket. Edge. <laughs> of a knife. Because <laughs> we're halfway to Halloween. Are we? I think so. That's badass. That's why Shutter's back on. Halfway to Halloween, new season of uh, Joe Bob's Last Drive-In on Shutter. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, I'm but Ginger. I'm Willie, and we talk about video games we played, we review beverages, we cover real-life XP, and we recommend shit. That's right. Holy shit, 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 shit. And I also do a quote of the day every Lately. week. Quote of the day this week. <laughs> every week I do one quote of the day. This one is... Yeah, what is it, Willie? <laughs> I can't memorize the whole opera in Yiddish. I mean, same. <laughs> that was Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. After the Brain, if he knew what he wanted to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Flawless victory. So let's uh, crack open our beverages, Ginger. What you got? So I have another flavored liquid death. This what, one... are you trying to die liquidly? <sighs> At Look, I don't drink alcohol anymore, so I gotta, you know, get some stuff for this. This flavor is called Bury It Alive. Like, berry as in, like, blueberry or whatever, but it doesn't have blueberry in it. As in strawberry. does have agave nectar, passion fruit flavor, um, and a natural black cherry flavor and hibiscus flavor like they're all natural flavors it contains zero percent juice because it's just carbonated water and natural death you're not anticipating liking it much you only took less than half okay this one's so much better than the other one pour me more this one is actually good it's okay. I don't think I like it as much. I'll give this oh, berry no. one. Oh, no. This one's so much better than the other one. I'm giving it a three out of five. It's drinkable. It's not my first choice, but um, it's decent. If this was around the other one, I would take this one over the lime one, and I was expecting the opposite when I bought them. <laughs> yeah. Um, This one's really good. I like the flavors. I didn't check if they were gluten-free, and I'm checking this, like, there's no tomorrow. Um, this one is closer to, like, the salty flavor of, like, a LaCroix. <laughs> like a LaCroix. I am not a fan of LaCroix, but, I mean, I like that it's all, like, natural flavor, so that's pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna give this one a 4 out of 5. I like it a lot more than the other one. And cans are easier to recycle than plastic, mm -hmm. so that's good. 
Don't fuck the earth. I kind of wish, yeah, it says hashtag <laughs> death to plastic on the side of it. Kind of wish it was in glass, but I mean, cans are better than plastic. You gonna start buying water and glass bottles to review on the show? If I find them, yeah. Alright, sweet. Well, I have one that used to come in glass, but I found it, it in cans now this year. Oh, Dogfish shit. had put 90-minute Imperial IPA in cans. In a 1.3.25 fluid ounce container. Oh, interesting. So that's uh, 19 and a quarter ounces of the 9% 90-minute wet-hopped Dogfish Head IPA. Nice crack. This is always a favorite. The 120 minute is awesome, but that's like 13, 14 bucks a bottle now. Impressive. This 90 minute is close. You know, it's, <laughs> it's only like 30 minutes less. And now they can it. More widely available, cheaper. Awesome. Wow, that's really dank. Yeah. <laughs> it says continually hopped throughout the entire boil. And balanced by a powerful malt backbone for a pungent, not crushing hop flavor. It is pungent. It's almost... Well, I kind of figured when you said dank... Yeah. That it was, like, probably chewing on a hop. It's, yeah, it's not quite crushing, but it is very hoppy, like, syrupy, like, strong, bitter, pungent right. hop. It's really good. It's weird having it out of a can instead of a glass, a glass bottle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bet that is weird. But, I mean, that's pretty cool. I always like 90 minute and 120 minute when I did drink. It's really good. It's not a light 19 ouncer to drink. <laughs> so that's kind of kind of the challenging part of it. <laughs> yeah, you better have some water in between uh, that tall boy. Right. <laughs> it's a good one to split with somebody or pour half of and put back in the fridge. Yep. Come back to it and finish it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because half of that is probably enough. <laughs> Pentakill. I'm going to give it a four out of five. No, Pentakill. Penta is five. I'm not giving it five out of five. Four out of five for All the, right. I believe this is 2021 batch. No, this is probably 2022. All right, well, let's take a quick break. Should I just look something up on Cartmart that we can recommend? I'm and then we what? can recommend Cartmart because you know we're going to recommend Cartmart. I mean, of course we're going to recommend Cartmart because Cartmart is Cartmart. They're our favorite independent Canadian video game seller. Yeah, they are. Uh, they also Impressive. sell VHS movies and cassette tapes, video game controllers. They have all your cheaper video games so you're not breaking the bank as well. Right now, you can get Super Mario Brothers 3 for NES. Complete in box. Well, it just says box. So, Super Mario Brothers 3, NES, and a box. Mama mia. For $78 Canadian. Fuck yeah, man. 
Oh yeah, that's a good deal for that box. And Endless Ocean Wii is sold out because Christy Yamaguchi man bought it. <laughs> Thanks to us. You're welcome. And now, back to the show. That was bad. That was <laughs> so bad. I'm sorry. Well, now we gotta leave in that ear so bad. Because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and now it's time for Real Life XP. Meow. TM. <laughs> CR. <laughs> Where did all these animals come from, Ginger? Legendary. <laughs> we haven't moved to the country yet. <laughs> oh. So, what's your real life experience, Will? I went camping Friday night when I got out of work. <laughs> the annual trout opener camping trip. I always go somewhere to meet up with my dad and his friends. Yep. And they go fishing. <laughs> and You're like, they go fishing because whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Well, my dad did have his boat off of his trailer at some point this weekend to... I helped him strap that back up, but it was cold and windy. Yeah. And the water pump didn't work because the handle wasn't there seasonally, I think. I don't think somebody stole it. I think it's just they take it off during the winter. I can see that, and it's not quite yeah. the open it's season It's not spring yet. yet, and it's cold. Yeah. The campground was pretty much empty, but I didn't bring real food, and they were running low on water, so Saturday morning... When I woke up, my dad already had all the shit packed out of his I tent. I bet he did. <laughs> and I was like, I'm taking off today. <laughs> like, all right, well, I think I will do then. I was really happy to hear that you were coming home. Even though I did have the whole bed to myself one night. It's just, I like having your presence around. Yeah, but I had to open up the tent and set mm -hmm. it up. And then fold it up in the wind. I think I'm going to try to claim for the setting up and taking down the rooftop tent on the Jeep in the wind <laughs> about uh, 127,127 points. Okay. 127,127? One, yeah. I think that's fine because I've never put it, I guess I've never folded up in like high winds, so I bet that was interesting. I just had to, like, get out and reach to get the rain, the rain flap, because mm -hmm. that was blowing away from me halfway <laughs> across in order to get it, like, buttoned back up. Oh, yeah. That was the worst part. Obnoxious. Both setting it up and taking it down. Sweet. So, my real life XP is I found some stuff to give to our old man, Kitty Tango. To help his little hips. And boy, has it been working. So after I give um, him like a drop of the stuff to help his hips in his wet food, he like runs around like a crazy fucking maniac kitty. <laughs> it's like pain medicine because he's so old now that he'll like 
he'll jumps struggle that, to jump. Jumps that he used to do, and now he'll like sit there and contemplate them for a while, mm-hmm. and then most of the time he'll like decide not to do it and turn around. Yeah, and it's like, oh, he didn't think he could do it. And so with this pain medicine, he's like, oh fuck yeah, I can do these jumps. <laughs> and I'll run around. And he jump. has, <laughs> he has like jumped to the back of the couch like he used to, like uh-huh. with all of his might, and like just. Bam! I'm like, jeez! <laughs> like, he'll scare me <laughs> when I'm sitting here working and after I give him his treat. He's like, yeah, I feel so good! <laughs> it's just, it's really cute. I don't think it's ma- pain medicine. It's just, like, the stuff that is in, like, hip joints and stuff that helps that... I forget exactly. Well, if it's not pain medicine, then it's probably like catnip or something. It's like, (laughs) oh, just give him some catnip. He'll be good (laughs) for a few minutes. Uh, No, it's stuff for hips. Like, not glycerin or glycine. Glycine? For cat's hips. That's way cheaper than going to the fucking vet. I thought it was like kitty morphine you were giving him. No, <laughs> that's what he's acting like. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now he's sitting here chilling, sleeping like the old man kitty that he is. But it's nice to see him, like just jumping, like some of the smaller jumps with more confidence. Yeah, I guess if it was Kitty Morphine, he wouldn't have as much energy. No, he might not. <laughs> it's more like Kitty Eight Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty cocaine! And Tango's like, I love cocaine! <laughs> like the fucking uh, that clown on a metal Should Is he doing key bumps with key bumps? <laughs> oh no, I hope not. He is orange. <laughs> I hope he's not doing key bumps with key bumps. No, but finding something that like, I tried some treats and he didn't he didn't even want to eat them. And then I found this other, like, treat stuff that was almost like pate, but he wasn't a fan. And I didn't like sitting there smearing it on his feet, like how <laughs> they s- suggest it. And he didn't like it. I like so, that one. It was like a... We still cream. have it. Yeah. I like doing that to him, and then I can sit there and watch him, like, clean his toes off after well, I you can do that, because I don't want to do that. This stuff, I should do that right when I get home from work, when mm-hmm. he wants to get on my shoulder. I'll be like, when you're on my shoulder, I'm smearing pate on your toes, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so this drop stuff, I couldn't give it to him just the drops because it made so, him puke. So how many but points for a drug it in, in your kitty? treats and helping his little hip bones, I am going to say t- 200,000 points. Well, that's too much. Compared to what I got, he has two hips. For, compared to what I got for this has up been a couple things, and it's helping our kitty man. He's so happy. All right, if you double mine, then you can have two hundred thousand for that. What? I don't even know what that number would be. Oh, we can do the math later. <laughs> Just say yes, and I'll agree. What? No. No. All right. Well, then you, half yours. No. One hundred thousand. A hundred and twenty-five thousand. Okay, one twenty-five. Okay, that sounds good. Hear that, Tango? 
You're yeah. only worth a buck and a quarter. He's fine. He's a garbage kitty anyways. Did I just come up with like a money conversion rate? For I don't XP? know. <laughs> Maybe. I'll apply that to everything and see how much we're worth. <laughs> oh. Impressive. Well, we'll be right back. With games. Yup. Select your player. Hey, Will, what game you play? I played Slay the Spire. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we didn't really mention that this might be a themed episode. It totally is. Why didn't we do that? I don't fucking know, because we're not great podcasters. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we've been doing this for like three years, but... I was going to say take it back. Edit that out. We are great podcasters. Yeah. We just don't write down all our notes. We forget it at the beginning. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I played a roguelike card game, Slay the Spire. Oh. It's on is Xbox this a game double? Pass. Is this a double? Um, it's like, a double card game. Well, a double, because like, mine's a roguelike too. Yeah, double roguelike, procedurally game. generated card game. So anyway, Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. You play as one of four archetypes okay. on your battle to um, slay the spire, I guess. <laughs> you gotta make it through three stages of a map that's different every time you go through it. You can pick like from like three to five different starting points and okay. follow a path on your way up. Every stop is either a battle with a regular an enemy, an elite enemy, there's shops, there's treasure chests, there's question mark encounters. Okay. And there's campfires. Ooh. Which, we can come back to all of that. Okay. <laughs> it's a cool, like, animated painting style, art style. Mm-hmm. I like the art style and the colors in this. The colors are cool and all the creatures that you fight and all the characters that you play as, they're all really original and creative. Yes, they are. Um, I really like how creative they got with with them. There's the Ironclad, which is the character that you start with. And it's like a soldier. And it has like a golden like eagle beak face mask, <laughs> okay. kind of. And like medium length, like I forget what color hair coming out the back. Okay. Then there's the Silent, which has like a more pointy, more like a plague doctor kind of bird mask. And they specialize in poison and dart attacks, and they specialize in in poisoning the enemies. Okay. They have a little bit less hit points, but they all have different cards that you start with in their deck. And then uh, there's the defect, which is like a automaton robot that became sentient. Okay. And is fighting against the spire. And this one has like orbs that you channel that float around it that do different Hmm. things passively oh that's neat yeah and then there's the watcher who is a blind like samurai or ninja woman who fights and she gets like enraged and calm status effects that like enraged she does double damage but she also takes double damage Uh, and then when you're calmed you like do half damage and take half damage oh nice so that'd be like a good balance especially on like weaker stronger enemies yeah each turn you get uh 
three energy to spend, mm-hmm. and you typically start with drawing five cards per hand. And cards will cost anywhere from zero to, I've seen cards that cost like five. Okay. And you can get, you know, in order to get up that high, you can get artifacts that change your status permanently. It's kind of like the items in Binding of Isaac. (laughs) You can collect a roll along the top and each one adds like, oh, at the beginning of each turn, add this. Or like, if you only played three cards last turn, draw three additional cards at the beginning of your next turn. Nice. And stuff like that. You you can play attack cards, which do which attack the enemies. You can play defense cards, which give you a shield, which defend from enemy attacks. Okay. And when you're playing your cards, it tells you what the enemies are going to do above their head. Oh, nice. So, like, if an enemy is going to attack you, it will say, like, nine sword. And so then you know that you need to play nine defense in order to block that damage. Oh, that's really nice. And it gives you planning time for that. Okay. Or if there's a different symbol, like if it's a green swirly cloud above a certain enemy, then that means they're going to, like gas you which will put two unusable cards like oh okay like it'll poison put, yeah it will put two dazed cards in your deck <laughs> so then when you draw those two cards you can't play them they're just unplayable that must be a theme because mine kind of has something similar yeah and yeah you play through all these like gremlins and like floating <laughs> orb guardians and all right. uh, the enemies are cool there's like the rat mushrooms growing in a rat's body that one is my one of my favorite (laughs) enemies in the game since watching you play it i was like what is that enemy it was just so unique like i don't think in really any rpg i've ever played had anything like that yeah it was just very very fucking unique and very cool to see Unstoppable. One of the elite enemies, like mini bosses, you could say, is just giant head. And it's <laughs> yeah, just a big giant funny. head laying on its side. <laughs> that <laughs> that cracked fight. me up. I was like, that's hilarious. But yeah, there's lots of interesting twists on, like, especially on the elite enemies. There's okay. one that you start who has 999 hit points. Oh, shit. And he starts attacking for, like, fucking 30 hit points on the first turn and it goes up 40 50 60 it goes up 10 every turn but every every damage that you do to him takes his attack down and he's got like a special like status thing that he dies in five turns (laughs) so you can attack him to reduce his attack and you know build up your defense and but no matter what he's dead in five turns as long as you can survive five turns that's where when you know sometimes you can get a thing where it's like prevent all damage like the first damage that you take on a turn oh hell yeah that can come in handy when it's like oh 70 damage coming Mm -hmm. at me what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) what am i gonna do every time you finish a battle you get to pick a card you start with a very basic deck with like okay. five attack, five defense, yeah. maybe a couple special cards. Okay. And every time you finish a battle, you get to pick from one of three cards randomly that you have unlocked and add that to your deck. And so your deck evolves as you go on. Hmm. 
you gotta make sure you keep the balance and the attack, you know, kind of balanced. Because it sucks yeah. if you get all fucking defense cards and you don't <laughs> need any. Right. Or if you need fucking defense and all you got is attack, attack cards. It's like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm taking damage this turn. Yep. So, are there any jars or toilets in this? There are lots of jars in the background. There's also potions in this game. <laughs> There's lots of different little potion jugs that you can get. Uh, standard, nice. you have, th- you can hold three potions. Okay. I've gotten a thing, an, uh, an artifact that when you pick it up, it gives you two additional potion slots. Mm. And I've gotten that a couple times in the last couple of days, so I could have five potions. Okay. But there's, like, strength potions that will give you strength for a turn. Okay. Attack potions will let you pick from one of three random attack cards. Oh, nice. And then it it puts it into your hand, and it costs zero for that turn. Okay. And so there's, like, a potion like that for every type of card, basically. Hmm. There's potions that will just, you know, a fireball potion that will just do 20 damage to all enemies. <laughs> or 10 damage to all enemies. Yeah. Different potions. Okay. There's one jar that's shaped like an anvil that like gives you plated <laughs> armor, the anvil potion. Mamma mia! That's funny. You can get a fairy in a bottle, like in a oh, certain uh, Legend of Something game. Yeah, and when you die and you have that, it brings you back to life with 30% of your hit points. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, there's like a potion that will let you remove or exile three cards in your hand from the round. I was like, well, that's kind of a stupid one. There's a potion that fills all your empty potion slots. There's one potion that fills all your empty potion slots with random potions. I can see that maybe coming in handy if you're, if you, like, pulled some cards that you're like, I don't want to use any of these. Yeah, I actually did use it on an injury card. So, like, if you get... A curse sometimes. Okay. Sometimes, like, uh, like the question mark encounters, you'll like it'll be a scenario with like a picture of a character that you talk to. Okay. And it will describe what's going on. Like, you walk into a cave and you see these hypnotic, swirling colored mushrooms. What do you do? Do you stomp on the mushroom and anger the mushroom? No. Or do you eat the mushroom? Again, uh, 20 hit points. Yes. And a curse. Yes. And the curse is like a psychosis, which is like a card in your hand that's unplayable. And if you ever alter it or remove it from your deck, you lose three max hit points. Oh. Something like that. That's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a possibility in the game that you can gain those hit points back. Right. So, yes, eat the it's mushroom. Only three. Don't stomp them. I I kind of want to see now what happens when I stomp the mushrooms. Do I gotta go to into a fight with like another mushroom creature with like a bigger rat? Maybe. I like the little gremlin creatures, even though they're a pain in the ass because the big guy keeps summoning more gremlin creatures. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's like bird priests who, when they start, That's they funny. say, "My power is unmatchable." Whoa. And then when you beat them, they say, oh no, my power was matched. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I like the little, I think, slimes that look like poop and boogers. So, I mean, there's a bathroom situation. Poop slimes. That's all the 
all the different potions you can get. Like green water, white water. I mean... Penta-kill! That, <laughs> that one that lets you banish cards from your deck That's pretty for this cool. round of battle. That one looked like it was a violet jizz. For real. Whoa. <laughs> there was one, like, yellow orb one that was the violet piss. There was one that was, like, red-colored liquid. I don't want to ask about that one. Well, it's just some period blood. Oh, Leave alone. A witch jar. Yeah, it's completely natural. Uh-huh. I mean, hey, I'm not gonna be like Are knocking like anyone's no, lavender. That's witch what it was. jar. Sorry, I'm not very good at. Look like rosemary to me, but whatever. Okay, maybe it was that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't pears. All right. Is that all you got on uh, no. Slay the Spire? When you start up each standard run, anyways, there's the standard run, there's a daily run where everybody gets, you know, these certain same things and okay. you can compete worldwide, kind of like Binding of Isaac, which that's cool. And then there's custom mode too, where you can set up your own parameters. Oh, neat. But on standard mode, whenever you start, you talk to this big giant whale. For some reason. The whale is cool looking. Yeah, it's like just laying on the floor in this room and it says hello and it gives you one request and you can either like, you'll get four different things to pick from, like lose the relic that you start with and pick a random boss relic or like gain a hundred gold or pick one card from three random cards to add to your deck. Or upgrade one random card in your deck. And so you get to pick which uh, boost you want to start with, too. Hail to the king, baby. Nice. That's pretty sweet. That is pretty cool. Uh, Isn't it like a three-eyed whale or something? You're looking at it from the side and you see three eyes, so it might be a six-eyed whale. Ooh, yeah, cool. And then I just wanted to mention like one more scenario that I like before I finish. (laughs) Okay, what is it? You go to the question mark thing, and you it's like, oh, you're in a room, and you see three items dangling from strings from the ceiling. One is a banana, one is a donut, one is a box. <laughs> you can pick that you don't see that the strings tremble, but you can reach for one item first. What do you pick? And it was like the donut would heal you 20 hit points. The banana would increase your max hit points by seven, and the box would give you one um one object, not with one artifact, a permanent enhancement, but would also curse you with one card of regret in your deck. <laughs> so you would forever play with regret because you didn't eat the banana or the donut. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. I like it. So, Slay the Spire, yeah. Oh, and some people like hearing about speedruns. Like, you can play this game with seated runs, too. Mm. So, like, if you know, like, if you like the setup, you can get the seed for it and play it set up exactly the same. Oh, okay. And there's speedruns for this in, like, three and a half minutes just tearing through it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's kind of crazy. I beat it once out of 20 tries in about 30 hours of play. 
Damn. And it took me about three hours to beat it the time I beat it. Okay. I often just walk away while I'm playing, though, so that's not an accurate <laughs> thing, of, get, thing of time because, yeah. yeah, I'll just walk away and go get another beer and microwave a piece of cheese or something and come What? Back and, all right. And piece of pizza. I don't know. I was trying to think of a snack and I couldn't. Microwaving a piece of cheese. All right. What the to, fuck? To put on the grapes. I cannot with you. Hey, Ginger. Hey, Will. What's going on? How are you? I can't find select your player. What game you play? <laughs> <laughs> I play Tainted Grail Conquest on the Xbox. Taint, you say? Tainted. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, this is... Another kind of survival roguelike card game. It's another mm. game that you play cards in battle as you're fighting enemies in the battle. So there is a lot to this game. Like, <laughs> way more than I was thinking. So I took a few notes and I have another website I'll uh I'll say what it's from once I get to it. So there's first a few different game modes and the only one I've really played in is the standard game mode conquest and I have unlocked all of the class characters. So before you get into the class characters, mm -hmm. like what does it look like? And, so, and what do you do in between the card fights? Okay, so it's... Because my game, it was just a map, and you just pick the next point on the map. But your right. game has way more cooler... Yeah, it's it's pretty detailed, um, dark... Is it cel-shaded? It's just computer CGI. It's just, it's just yeah, computer just CG. Just 3D computer graphics. It's kind of... Dark and scary looking. When you actually talk to people, it has very, very beautiful art. The artist with the menu or the uh, talking graphics did a phenomenal job. Art or artists. They it did reminds a great job. me a lot of like if Magic the Gathering had 3D models. Yeah. It, it is a lot like Magic the Gathering. Impressive. Um. A lot of how the cards that you get for each class also kind of uh -huh. seem like a lot of Magic the Gathering. And then you summon creatures to fight on your side, also like Magic the Gathering. Mattering on what class you are. Okay. So there's another daily challenge, but I've not tried that because I, whatever, I'm not going to play the daily challenge when I didn't have all the classes unlocked, even though I don't know how it goes. And then there's Endless Misery and Endless Power, which they're just endless modes. Yeah. Um, From what I saw, one, you do three fights a piece, and then another is five fights. That's what I saw. I didn't really play them. Maybe I'll play them and get back with you. You don't need an endless mode if you can't beat the mode that has an end. I haven't been able to. <laughs> right. 
Um, and These kind of games finally, are tough. This is a really know, tough game. I don't know how people can blow through Slay the Spire so easily. I don't know either. But, Cheaters, um, that's what I say. Maybe. So, I did not write down these classes in the order that you unlock them, but kind of, but not really. In the order that they are received. <laughs> so, the classes go here. There's Weird Hunter with damage, because you're, like, in the weirdness, and that's W-Y-R-D. Oh, like a worm. Yeah, so, like, you're in this little town... That you can see, but when you get out of the town, the maps are different every time. Like, they're set up different every time. Kind of the same enemies each way you go. So, when you go outside of the town, it gets all weird looking. <laughs> weird. Like, really... Really distorted. And, like, the sound is, like, creepy. But if you light a weird candle, then... Like, staticky, like you're looking through the TV and... uh, But you can see it. You can see where you're going, but it's it's distorted. Like when the Playboy channel is scrambled and you can't quite see the boobies, but you know they're there. (laughs) You can see the boobies, but you can't see the (laughs) boobies. And if you light a weird candle, then you can actually see it clear around you. So that's pretty cool. But anyways, so back to the classes. The weird hunter, they're kind of just like a warrior. They do a lot of damage. Uh, You don't summon anything. Pathfinder, you avoid damage and you kind of like beef yourself up to that attack. So they have more, like, defense cards or something? I didn't play as most of these, because there was one that I really liked a lot. Uh Berserker is most deadly when they're almost dead, so, like, they must do most damage when they're kind of low on hit points. That's lame to die first. Yeah. Zealot, weak, but they can buff themselves, so... Zealot. Zealot, yeah. Zealot. <laughs> Blood Mage hurts oneself to summon. I played that one and that was kind of shitty and tough. That sounds like that sucks too. Mm-hmm. Sentinel does bow attacks, which they're pretty cool. I actually played that one the most besides the Weird Hunter and the next one. Summoner summons minions. My favorite? Totally. This one was the one that I unlocked all the rest of them with. (laughs) And I've just been like, well, I've gotten the furthest with this one, so I'm going to use this one. So most of the time I saw you playing, you summoned, like, a wolf? Like a white wolf? I'll get to that. And, like, a giant snail monster slug thing? Abandon, or... Something like that. Necromancer controls dead bodies. Haven't played as them, so not really sure exactly oh. what that does, but sounds fun. And then apostate does flipping maneuvers. Have no idea. Because I love the summoner so much. So I think you gotta let us know when you if you can especially if you could combine apostate and necromancer and then you could make the dead bodies do flips. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like one of those toys on a string where you like squeeze it together and it so, flips around. 
So I imagine the other ones have very similar cards that kind of work with the type of class you are because when, um, and your upgrades too, because when I played as a summoner, I got to level 20, which is the level cap of that, which kind of sucks, but whatever. You maxed it out. You get like a couple, you know, really good upgrades. You can at level 10 and level 20, but then you get other little upgrades as well either for your little minions or you or whatever. So I saved a guy who was turning into like a weird werewolf. And that's where my wolf came from. Okay. So they kind of stay in the town and, um, he was like an NPC on the map that you came up to and talked to. Mm -hmm. And instead of an enemy that you would fight, sometimes Mm -hmm. there's NPCs you'll talk to. Yep. And this was an NPC, but now I can, like, summon it with a card. And every time I, like, pet it in battle, it gets stronger, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, those scenes in your game played out kind of like the question mark encounter scenes in Slay the Spire. Yeah. Except, like, you would have a... And mine is, like, a painting of, like, the serpent that wants you to give it money. But mm-hmm. in yours, it was like a 3D model of the character mm-hmm. who was actually talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the village NPCs. You get the blacksmith, which you can do rune stones. So you have rune stones that you can put in your weapon or armor that help during fights. There's the candle maker that you can also find that makes the weird candles. There's the ghost that does gambling, which I'm not into. I don't... Stupid. Whatever. A lost soul is the first person that's in your, like, little town, and that's where your wolf will be chilling at. Master at Arms just does deck management, so you can, like, move your deck around. The scientist you find... Deck management to move your deck around? What the fuck is the deck for? I don't know. I don't even... Okay. <laughs> I don't do anything Scientist is combat Id- combat item, so you'll have your you know stuff that will give you a barrier or more armor. Is it like permanent upgrades? Some are permanent upgrades, so each of them have permanent upgrades. There's also the seamstress that um, does character customization and also like upgrades with certain. Uh, Certain things you'll get as you fight, not just money, you'll get certain items that you'll have to save up to do upgrades on all of these things. So you can upgrade your worm candles, you can upgrade your rune stones, you can upgrade all of this. What, Will? Yes, like in Slay (laughs) the Spire, you can unlock new cards that will be added to the random selection. Like, after you play uh, or get far enough, it will add new cards to the possibility of the deck pool that you can draw from. Yeah. But you don't start with... There's no permanent upgrades. Every time you start, you start with the same deck in the same position, and it's just, like, random chance what you get Mm -hmm. to add on. You'll never, like... If you, you start with 80 hit points with, like, the fighter, the first character, and you never get more... 
hit points. You'll never start with 90. You always start with 80. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, in this one, can you, like, kind of do you like get that. more strength? So, like, after you play it more, you'll upgrade more? Yes and no. Kind of like a, more like a Tomocrat crops instead of <laughs> Binding of Isaac? Or is it more like Binding of Isaac? I would say almost a little bit of both. I, you always start at, like, level one, but, like, you'll have your certain things that just upgrade you with some of the NPCs you found in your town. I'm not that far into it, but like your character customization, you can do up permanent upgrades to yourself. Okay. So there are permanent upgrades, but you'll always start at level one when you restart the game. Right. Like that switch one. I forget what it was that we played. And there's there's this goat guy talking to you when you first start. Like, hey... Is he the one from Goat Simulator? I no, that. but um, he almost seems like he's the devil or something. Or some something that is controlling this narrative. Sounds friendly to me. <laughs> so I don't want to give too much of the, like, play, like, little NPCs on the map away, but, you know... You can find altars to get... What, what's your favorite enemy? Because there's some creative, cool oh, creature yeah. designs in this. Or so, just one that you like. One that I like, an enemy. There's this really weird one I like because it attacks itself and the enemies more than me. It's like Lord of the Flies. It's just... <laughs> it looks like a human body with, like, a weird... Uh, insect head and wings and it's like kind of like as I'm like it's like shaking back and forth its torso back and forth and up and down and it looks like it's kind of going cuckoo um but since it attacks everything I like that one the most yeah but the like the the enemy creation is really also unique in this one there was one cool boss uh, that was like a big tree with mm-hmm. like a, it was like a human skeleton in the front, but instead of a human a skull, mat. it had like a mask. plague mask as the skull yep. of this human skeleton yep. inside the tree that was attacking you with two side, like tree tentacles also. Mm-hmm. There was one. That one was tough, there's but one, I actually beat it. There was one cool, like just simple enemy that was kind of disturbing, just like I don't know what it was called, but it was basically like a zombie with like no head and no arms, and they're just like a bunch of swords sticking in it. Yeah. And it was just a human like torso and legs, mm-hmm. like sitting there twitching with like yep. a bunch of sword hilts sticking out of it. Mm hmm. And yeah. It's very, very creepy looking. Uh-huh. Like this game is creepy looking, but I kind of like it too. Oh, and you your character creation in the beginning, I completely forgot. Like, you can really go in on your character creation, which is pretty sweet as well. 
What's um, the uh, bathroom situation in this game? So there's houses, but you can't go in them. But I'm going to safely assume that there's shitters in all of them. Goodbye. Okay. And there's also, like, water throughout the game, too. So you can always piss in a stream. Epic. <laughs> so, Tainted Grail Conquest. It's on Game Pass right now. I think it's a lot of fun. It it seems more complicated than it is. Just kind of stick with it so you open up more of the characters. Because the more you play, like, you unlock stuff, but that's how you unlock your characters no, as well. No, play Slay the Spire instead. <laughs> it's on Game Pass right now. And the more both you play, the more stuff you unlock. <laughs> both of them. Play both of right. them. They're fun. Fun card games. Which one do you want to play? They're both really good. You can play both. I'm not going to quit playing Slay the Spire, so maybe someday I'll come back and I'll have beaten it with more than one character. <laughs> Same. Hey, Ginger. Hey, Willie. Do you know what time it is? Time for recommendations. Doot, doot. Yeah. I was going to say like 6.37. Just guessing. Oh, I'm way off. <laughs> All right, it's time for recommendations instead. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you going to recommend? Hey, have we recommended the Japanese television show old enough yet? I don't know. <laughs> no, we haven't. I'm going to recommend old enough. <laughs> that just shows you, like, how fucking safe Japan is. They're just yeah. letting two-year-olds do fucking... <laughs> Walk around doing fucking three year olds. Dude, that blows my fucking mind. They are being followed by a film crew. They are. But when that one was told not to run and they ran the entire Uh time. Not like they walked like maybe two seconds. (laughs) But the film crew is there, so if they get run over by a car, you know, they like somebody will let the parents know. Right. And it's on film. It seems like, no, someone's always there to help, like, the little kid cross the street if right. they need to. Like, it's re- oh, really helpful. Because this television show on Netflix, it's been, yeah. it's been a show in Japan for, like, 30 years. And they just brought it over to the U.S. through Netflix. And they were editing together, like, stuff from 2018 and 2014 and, like, 2008. Yeah. All in the first season. Oh my god! The, so they're dude. they're taking like a best of a thirty years thirty years of a show. They are and probably doing the youngest examples, but it's really good. It's bananas, Parents, and some of the best ones because yeah. there's one naughty ass little kid. Uh-huh, yeah. that, <laughs> that one, one was, was funny. Funny as hell. He was that supposed to go make so apple funny. juice, but instead he was trying to catch a dog with no, a butterfly it was like, net. It was like... Orange juice. It was like some kind of... It was it, orange was juice. Was it orange juice or was yes. it a different type of... It was like mandarin oranges that yeah. they were picking at his grandpa's farm. And they sent him home by himself to make orange juice. And he wasted like two hours playing with the dog. And... Two hours! And it should have taken like twenty minutes, maybe. Uh-huh. <laughs> this kid was just fucking around. And then he had trouble making enough juice from the oranges, <laughs> so I fill it up. He like got a bunch of ice out, and he's like, "I'll just fill it with ice cubes." 
So this like three year old was like, "How can I fucking cheat my way out of making this orange juice?" <laughs> that shit was so uh, funny. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was called Old Enough, and uh-huh. yeah, I want to watch some more Japanese TV too. Yeah. Ginger, what do you recommend? So I'm gonna re-recommend Ethnically Ambiguous. Because I fucking love that podcast. I am almost, like, caught up with all of it. Like, I am 80% caught up. I have just a a little more to catch up and then be, like, caught up with it. So you started at the beginning. Do you listen to the new ones or are you just plowing straight through it? So I listen to the new ones as well because I want to try to get them a play when it first comes out. Okay. But sometimes I might forget or like just listen or run out of fucking time um listening between books and other podcasts and shit. But I fucking love Ethnically Ambiguous. Shireen and Anna are a fucking amazing. I just wondered because I know sometimes they're topical. Mm-hmm. But or I wondered if you're going through it like we are with Hello from the Magic Tavern just all in order. So, since they do a majority of, like, either topics on um, the Middle East or they interview someone who's ethnically ambiguous, you don't have to listen to it, like, from the beginning. But I wanted to Uh just because I love hearing, like, the progression of their show. Shireen had came on uh, our show and that was fucking awesome. And I love her forever for that. Um, I would love to get Anna on here, but she is such a busy woman. So So this whole recommendation is a shout out to Shireen and Anna Hosnier. Yes. Shireen Lani Yunus and Anna Hosnier. That's not they're not married. I knew that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I figured that I figured that everybody who listened to our show knew who Shireen Lani Yunus was. <laughs> well so they're both they fucking amazing, amazing people. Go follow them on all of the, like, social media you can. I'm still trying to get Anna to, like, approve my shit on Instagram. I thought I proved to her that I have great eyebrows. So <laughs> she would let me follow her, but she hasn't. But that's okay. I'll be okay. You wanted to use a picture with my Hunger Games eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> Be like, Anna, both me and my husband have great eyebrows. Let me follow you. (laughs) But no, like, that's fine, too. I don't want to, like, beg her to, like, let me follow her. She lets me. That's cool. If not, she can fucking... Right now, is, right now totally is the perfect fine. time to pester her on this podcast that she, she does not listen doesn't to. doesn't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I fucking love Shireen and Anna. Hopefully Shireen listens once in a while. Anna probably doesn't, but... I don't know. Anna and I are Switch friends. Tried to get her to Dick Shadow a few times, but didn't work. Does she even game, bro? She plays uh, Animal Crossing. (laughs) I think she quit. That's okay. She's a busy She's too busy producing podcasts Mm -hmm. at iHeartRadio Media. She's a badass. Whatever Clear Channel is now. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck knows? And Shireen's a badass with Uh all of her independent art Uh and movies she does. So, 
We would like to thank our patrons. Thank you so much, Young Brock. Thanks. Dan the Movie Seller from the Movie Seller. Chris Copleen from Retro Hangover. Yeah. Mike Gagney from Boston Harbor Horror. Uh-huh. J.D. Lowe. At the J.D. Lowe. J.D. Lowe. The J.D. Lowe. The J.D. Lowe. And Cartmire.Games. Woo! You know yeah. where you can find them? On Cartmire.Games. <laughs> www.com. Games. We love y'all, patrons. You don't have to patron us, but you do, and we love you for it. And we love all of our listeners as well. <laughs> You're talking to everybody else, right? You don't have to patron us, but you do. Our Patreon is Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. At, no, that's our email. Grandrapidians Play Video Games <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Our Patreon is patreon.com slash grandrapidians. Mm-hmm. Our Twitter is grand underscore video, and our Instagram is grandrapidians play video games, and I still haven't updated it. Don't fuck it at me. <laughs> and you can leave us a voicemail at 4432-W-I-L-L-I-E. Mm-hmm. If you leave us a review at, say... Uh, podchaser.com slash grandrapidians or Spotify or Apple Apple. and (laughs) send us a picture we'll send you free stickers yeah if you want them also we'll send them to you even if you don't want them motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) also thank you Rappy McRapperson for your intro music and inadequacy for your outro music And you can find us at grpvg.com, I, I guess. Wouldn't, I wouldn't say that out loud, Ginger. Oh, then just bleep it out. <laughs> Thank you.